Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, Insights into Personal Wholeness for Spirit, Soul, and Body. I'm a psychologist in private practice. I treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist to help you with your concerns. Today I'm going to be talking about the power of light as it pertains to the series Principles for Transformation that I've been talking about for a few weeks now. Let me mention I posted some bonus videos, strategies for stress management, control issues, strengthening your spirit. These all pertain to various topics that I've hit on over the last couple of months. So before I get into the power of light, let's have a review of previous podcasts. We looked at barriers to transformation, and in past podcasts, I talked about what transformation is. In a makeover, they say that someone's been transformed, but that's just an external change. The Bible, when it talks about transformation, talks about a change that starts from the inside out. That 2 Corinthians 3.18, as we behold Jesus, we are changed. There is a metamorphosis is the word. Our time with him changes us. So that's an important concept to understand. It's our time with the Lord and our response to him. And we behold him through his word. God provides Jesus who died for sin. He came to earth to pay for our sin. He provides salvation through Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit who lives within us once we receive Jesus as our Savior, who lights up our spirit, makes us alive, And then the Word of God teaches us how to know the Lord. So we decide how much of ourselves to yield in this process of transformation. We can cultivate the relationship. We can renew our minds. So I've continued to talk about differences between what God does for us and then what we need to do to partner or lean into the Lord. This is my understanding of the power of light. Obviously, it dispels the darkness. Light illuminates areas that need attention, and it can assist more precise treatment of an area. When I go to the dermatologist, they always cover my eyes and put some kind of powerful light so they can examine closely how my skin is doing and if there's certain parts of my face that is having some kind of a problem, if there's something that shouldn't be there, if there's just something that needs a little extra love. The light allows the the expert to more precisely address what that person needs. I also found out from research I did on the internet that light can activate antibodies in the treatment of disease. It produces growth and warmth. Light helps us regulate what's called circadian rhythms. In other words, when we need to go to sleep, when we need to wake up. Light is also used in the treatment of seasonal affective disorder, the winter blues. It helps with mood. Light helps us produce vitamin D that we need for life. But if you also think about it, light provides color and beauty to everyday life. So along with the necessity, 
there's also this beauty and creativity that goes along with light. LED lights help promote wound healing, help promote collagen production, which helps in youthfulness. Different colors help stimulate energy and other colors of light promote relaxation and calming and soothing like blue light. Laser lights can stimulate healing, help reduce pain and inflammation, and even help restore function. I think it's UV light helps kill viruses and bacteria. And you probably know from science growing up that in plants, light is used for photosynthesis. Light is converted into oxygen and energy, which the plant needs and also animals need. They eat the plants and we as people need. We need to eat our vegetables. What's interesting about light is it provides what is needed for basic life functions, but it also provides this extra element of beauty and well-being. A lot of people go outside when they need they need a break. They need to get out of the stuffiness and get the light and the air and it promotes life. So of course we're going to look at the spiritual significance of light. Jesus said he is the light of the world. So I especially have been fascinated with this concept of light over the last week or so. So I'm going to share some scripture with you and some concepts about how as we allow God's light, his word, the person of Jesus Christ, to penetrate the deepest parts of our being. In those ways, we are restored and transformed from glory to glory and strength to strength. So I want to start off with reading 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. I think this is the amplified version. For God who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. So we've talked in the past podcast that the Lord removes the veils over our hearts and minds so that we can see the Lord more clearly that as we meditate on God's word, as we encounter Jesus through his word, that we're changed. The light that shall shine out of darkness, we know that that's speaking symbolically of Jesus. And shine, it is the word for a torch. Now a torch is something that you can use like in the dark. In your house, you might just use a candle. But if there's a group of people that need light, you would use a torch. If you're outside and you're looking for the path, you would use a torch. So Jesus is the one that came into the darkness. The Bible teaches us that we're in spiritual darkness before we know the Lord. And his Holy Spirit makes us alive, turns the light on in our spirits. And then, so Jesus is the one who has shown in our hearts, again, that idea of the light of God is in our hearts when we receive Jesus as our Savior. 
And as we read his word, as we behold Jesus, we drink in his light so that we are restored. All those properties of light that I read to you at the beginning of the podcast, that the light illuminates things that need attention, that maybe we want to release to the Lord or repent of and say, Lord, wow, that was a bad attitude. I'm sorry. I have to do that pretty often. Uh, That it helps kill germs. That it interrupts things that are destructive to us. But also provides that color and beauty that we're fully alive as we drink in the light of God through his word and through gazing on the face of Christ. In the Old Testament, it says that Moses, his face glowed after he had been spending time with God. And it scared people, so he covered his face. When women are pregnant, sometimes they glow. It's because, I guess, there's extra blood vessels that they need while they're carrying a baby. And so there is a radiance. The glory of God can be shining in our hearts that changes us and allows us to be a light, to be a lamp to other people. It's the idea that we are lights in the darkness. And the darker the world gets, the more that the light shines. God's light shines in our hearts. We learned earlier when we I talked about attitudes of the heart. The heart has to do with our affections and our will, our character, So our hearts need changed. Our minds need to be renewed. And the Bible considers the mind part of the heart. Let me read Ephesians 1.18 to you. And this is from the Passion Translation. You can probably tell I'm getting over a cold. So this is the Passion Translation, Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. So we need God's light to understand spiritual principles in order to grow, in order to see him as he is. I'm going to read 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 and 3. Again, this idea of how God transforms us. Again, I'm in the Passion Translation. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that he has lavished on us. He's called us and made us his very own beloved children. The reason the world doesn't recognize who we are is that they didn't recognize him. Beloved, we are God's children right now. However, it is not yet apparent what we will become. But we do know that when it is finally made visible, we will be just like him. For we will see him as he truly is. And all who focus their hope on him will always be purifying themselves, just as Jesus is pure. So again, we see that there is is a a power that God provides for us, but we choose how much we make the Lord our focus, how much time we give to just being in his presence, to learning his word. 
So going back to 2 Corinthians 4, 6, that the light has shone out of darkness, that's Jesus. He shines in our hearts, so we have the Holy Spirit to illuminate God's Word so we can understand it. If you tried to read the Bible before you came to know the Lord, it might not have made sense to you. It never did to me. It's like I knew I should probably read it, but when I would open it, it didn't make sense to me until I received Jesus as my Savior. So, back to 2 Corinthians 4, 6, shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. So knowledge, again, wisdom and knowledge, an understanding of spiritual things that the natural mind cannot grasp. But the Lord reveals himself, reveals his principles. His ways are not our ways. So we need his light to illuminate our hearts so that we can change, so we can yield to him, to illuminate his word so that we understand his word, so that we can see him more accurately. Even among Christians who have been in church their whole lives, there's a lot of distortions in how they view God. That's why I wrote the book, Correcting Distortions in Your View of God, that our personal experiences, tragedy, rejection, abuse, these distort even how we read the scripture. But as we allow God to shine his light in our hearts, as we spend time with the Lord and ask him to show us who he is, as we receive his healing, his cleansing, his forgiveness, we can move forward. And we need other people also to help us in the journey because none of us sees things clearly. God designed us to need other people. So his glory, his majesty is revealed. And sometimes when you feel the Lord's presence, if you've been still with him and allow him to just permeate the space that you're in, sometimes you can feel kind of the majesty of his presence or that peacefulness that you know you don't always feel. And the better we see him, it says that he transforms us. So his word gives us that light to cleanse us, to restore us, to illuminate attitudes that we need to yield. And as we praise him, as we choose to praise him, we enter into that deeper experience of his presence. One of the resources I like to use is called the Prophet's Dictionary. It's good for symbolism. And one of the things that the Prophet's Dictionary said about light is light is related to the presence of God, but it's also related to prosperity and creativity. At other times, I've talked about how as we enter God's presence, he can shine the light on our imagination. That was in uh, the verse I read previously. And he can give us creative ideas. He can spark strategies to solve problems. So God's light, it's it's multifaceted. Just as light in the natural has many facets and depths and different properties that help us in different ways, the light of God is for our spiritual welfare, for our salvation, for our understanding of the Lord, but also to enrich and add beauty to our everyday lives. 
And then we become his light, his little candle, the earthen vessel that illuminates the world. A number of years back, there was a song, I think by Kathy Tricoli, called Go Light Your World. So there's a lot that the Bible says about light. And over and over, Jesus said that he is the light that came into the world. He doesn't want us to be confused about the fact he is the light. There may be other people or other types of individuals who claim to be the light, uh, but they are masquerading. Jesus is the only light, and so we want to keep going back to his word and see what he says so that we stay in the light and don't get tricked into the darkness because it's easy to be deceived when you don't know God's word. So we want to praise him, enjoy his presence, read his word, and we go from glory to glory, from strength to strength, and the eyes of our hearts can be continually flooded with light so that we don't drift back into our default modes. Okay, so here is Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, from the Passion Translation. Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others, so that the commendable things you do will shine as light upon them, and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. So we use our gifts, we use our time, not to glorify ourselves or draw attention to ourselves, but to point people to the Lord. The darker the world gets, the more distinctive a person who walks with Jesus becomes. You don't fit in. You're not supposed to. So you become a light. So I'm going to share a couple of resources, and then I'm going to pray for us. So I mentioned I've posted a bonus video just about every week for the past uh, couple months, and recent ones are strategies for stress management, control issues, and strengthening your spirit. There's one called The Process of Transformation I did with my brother uh, a couple years ago. You can find my books on Amazon, including the one called Correcting Distortions in Your View of God. If you go to my website, you can download a free copy of a devotional called Suffering Insights into Faith. The hard copy is also available for sale on Amazon. You can visit my YouTube channel to find out other things other things that pertain to growth and coping. So now I'm just going to pray for us. Lord, thank you that you are the light that came into the world, that you don't want us to struggle in the dark, that you light the path of life, that you allow us to be transformed from glory to glory and strength to strength, that you want to commune with us each day, that you want to add beauty and creativity and joy to our everyday life. So Lord, I pray that this listener would be able to drink in more of your light and enjoy your presence and gaze on your face to sense your presence when they read your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This is Dr. Tony Cooper. This is Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening. And if this helped you, share it with a friend.